Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we'll talk about the idea muscle, how to come up with better ideas, and what that means for your life. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in episode one, we talked about list making and how it could help reduce anxiety and increase your happiness. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode one, I highly recommend you go back and do that. But before you do, let's talk about ideas. More specifically, where do ideas come from and how can we get more of them? Now, best-selling author of Choose Yourself, James Altucher, is a strong proponent of listing 10 ideas every day in order to become an idea machine. That is, by listing 10 ideas per day, you're supposedly flexing your idea muscle, which should lead to more and better ideas. Now, James Altucher's writing comes across a bit zany, but the guy is clearly doing something right. So I wanted to know if there was any truth to this theory. Here's what I found. Let me start with the somewhat disappointing part. In my research, I couldn't find much evidence to support James Altucher's claims, at least not any that came from a source that hadn't already read Choose Yourself. This doesn't disprove anything, really. It just means that the brain is a bit more complicated than we think it is. And while it's certainly possible to strengthen our quote-unquote idea muscle, it's not as simple as going to the gym and lifting weights every day. Here's what I did find, though. In a 2013 article titled, How Our Brains Work When We Are Creative, The Science of Great Ideas, on the Buffer website, Buffer, of course, being the hugely popular social media marketing and management tool, author Bell Beth Cooper outlines an interesting process for how our brains handle creative thinking. The core of the article is that there is no one specific part of the brain that handles idea generation. There's no right brain versus left brain thinking. Instead, the brain seems to handle these processes by utilizing an intricate network of areas spread out throughout the entire system. The different parts of our brain involved in this process are responsible for many things, but for our context, they are what allows us to pull inspiration from the things we consume and to put old things together into new combinations. Now, you can read this article for yourself in the show notes, but 
on its own, this seems to mean that listing 10 ideas every day may only be valuable in theory. I mean, if there's no central idea muscle to strengthen, then what benefit is there? Well, in order to figure that out, we need the next piece of the puzzle. If there's no idea muscle, then how exactly are ideas formed? Or more specifically, what are the physical things we do that lead to new and unique ideas? Many of you may know that I graduated college with a degree in art. Now, one thing I've always found fascinating about my classes was the requirement to come up with unique ideas in order to get the grades. This is a major part of any creative practice. And so one of the techniques every single professor taught me was to actively collect inspiration. It's through this collection that new ideas can be born. Here's an overview of how it works. Our brains are always on. We're always processing information and making connections. This system is what has allowed us to survive and thrive on this planet with no natural defenses or weapons. It's what separates us from everything else. In order to use this system as a method of idea generation, you need to fuel it with inspiration. You need to give it something to make a connection between. So let's go back to the original question. Does listing 10 ideas per day actually help you to generate more and better ideas? The answer seems to be yes, but not on its own. Listing 10 ideas per day is a useful practice that allows you to actively make connections rather than just relying on the connections to happen naturally. But on its own, you'll only be making connections between the things you already know, the things you've already experienced, and the things you accidentally consume. The best ideas come from a combination of listing 10 ideas per day with a strategy of pursuing and collecting inspiration to fuel those connections. Now, before we jump into today's strategy for taking action, I want to let you know that to go along with today's episode, I've put together a short strategy for combining the 10 ideas per day habit with a habit of pursuing inspiration. Now, this strategy should make it easy for you to take advantage of this over the next few weeks and reap the benefits of creating good ideas, but only if you use it. Now, you can get this strategy as a free download if you go to www.tinyleaps.co slash episode two. All right, so what is the strategy here? How do we use this knowledge to start generating better ideas? And once we have those ideas, how do we use them to create more opportunities in our life? First, let's look at what more ideas can lead to. It only takes executing on one good idea to make a huge difference in where you are in life. One idea shared with the right person can snowball into something amazing, but there needs to be some level of execution on those ideas in order for them to become anything. For example, right after I graduated college, I was applying to jobs. I'd been applying for close to four months with no responses from a single company. Then I came across a company looking to fill an entry-level marketing hire. Now, I did the standard resume and cover letter submission, but I took this one just a little bit further. I had an idea for how to improve their website and I spent the weekend creating a mock-up to send to them. This mock-up landed me my first interview with the company and during that interview, I presented other ideas I had that would allow them to increase their overall reach and their brand awareness. Those ideas, I believe, are a big part of why I got the job. 
Now, here's another example. A few weeks ago, I had the idea for this podcast and I started production on it. This idea and the action I took led to gaining interest from a sponsor who will be signing on in a few episodes. So who knows where that will lead? The point is that ideas can change everything if you act on them. So how do we start to get better ideas in order to then act on them? Well, ultimately, it's a numbers game. James Altucher's strategy works so well because it allows you to quantitatively measure how many ideas you've generated. More ideas equals more chances to have good ideas equals more opportunities to change your life. Now, as we pointed out, this practice means nothing if you're making the same connection. So you also need a practice that I like to call active consumption. This is where you set time aside each day to search for things that inspire your creative side and then collect them for later use. So here's the step-by-step challenge that you can start to implement this in your own daily life. Here's what you should do. Take some time today to create a new folder on your computer. It can just be right on your desktop. Now, start reading content, watching videos, and looking at images. Focus on the things you're naturally drawn to. Don't feel like you have to specifically search for anything. Just click the links and look at the articles that you are most interested in. Collect snippets from those pieces of content, save the images, collect the quotes, so on and so forth, and put it all into that inspiration folder that you just created. Now, the above three steps should take you between 30 and 45 minutes. But once you're done, you're not completely done. So here's the next step. Once you've taken the time to collect some inspiration, sit down and list out 10 ideas for anything. It can be 10 ideas for your business, 10 ideas for how to connect with people, 10 ideas for a live stream and app, whatever it is. Just list out 10 ideas. Now, if there are any seemingly good ideas in that batch of 10, which there likely won't be because it takes a lot more than 10 to come up with a good idea, uh, try to figure out what the very next step is on that good idea. Who can you talk to? Who can you email? And what can you do with the idea? Can you give it away to somebody? Is it an idea for a company? Is it an idea for a product that you like? Whatever it is, figure out what you can do with it and try to take that next step. Now, this loop of actively consuming, listing ideas, and then taking one small action, that's the practice that's going to lead you to places that you can't even imagine, just like it's led me to places that I couldn't imagine six months ago, and it's done the same for millions of others out there. That's it for episode two. I really, really hope that you'll take part in the challenge for this episode. And honestly, I truly believe that it can lead to amazing things if done well. If you'd like a version of this challenge to download and keep forever, head over to www.tinyleaps.co slash episode two into your email and you'll be able to download that directly. So until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. 